With free agency opening up, it was no secret that the Miami Heat were bound to make some moves, and they delivered nothing short of what we expected. At the time I'm making this video, the Heat have already agreed to a sign trade for Kyle Lowry and brought back Duncan Robinson on a 5-year $90 million deal, and acquired some other pieces like PJ Tucker to fill in the holes of this roster, and I'm sure that this is far from the end of this team's moves. After getting swept by the Bucks, the Miami Heat got a wake-up call, which is why they will be one of the most aggressive teams this offseason to build a championship roster and push to win at the highest level. Today, we had to talk Miami Heat, and in particular, taking a deep dive into the moves they made so far this offseason, and discussing whether or not this team has officially inserted themselves into championship conversations, or if they still need to make some additional moves in order for this to happen. But before we get into all that, if you've been enjoying the content lately, it would be absolutely clutch if you subscribed if you're new and joined the Blitz crew. Real talk with you guys, over 95% of you Hoops fans who have been watching the videos consistently aren't even subscribed. So if you enjoy the content and want to help me reach my goal of going full time, be sure to hit that sub button below, not to mention, I just really appreciate it. But now that we have all that out of the way, let's talk Heat. Like I said, it was made very apparent that this team would be making some major moves after this season because they literally went from a finals appearance to an early exit in less than a year's time. I'm not going to blow things out of proportion because the Bucks did in fact proceed to win it all even though there were a lot of injuries. But regardless, the Heat had to have known changes were bound to happen this offseason. I made countless videos throughout the year saying that the Heat banking on the fact that Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Bam Adebayo would develop was risky and could come back to haunt them later that year. And not to flex, but I was right. I mean, in the 2020 season, Duncan shot just about as good as it gets, and Hero played like a legit number 2 option on a championship team. I just couldn't see these players and, well, the team in general getting much better, and as we all know, they didn't. This brings us to today, and even though the Heat made some major moves already, they aren't quite done yet if they want to perfect their roster for another postseason run. But let's talk about what moves they did make before we get into what still needs to happen, because to say the least, I am very impressed with what this team has been able to do. At the end of the season and in the Bucks series in particular, there were quite a few big problems for this Heat team that were exposed, and one of them that this team needs to fix is getting another versatile elite scorer. It was clear throughout the season that the Miami Heat needed someone who could get them tough buckets when needed no matter where they were on the floor, and often, when this team was playing, they would go on huge runs where they couldn't even score at all. Not to knock on Jimmy Butler, but sometimes the man just can't put the team on his back on the offensive end. After all, in the eyes of many, the defense is the best part of his game. In their championship run, this wasn't a big issue because Tyler Hero was playing like an absolute star. But after a struggle this year, it was clear that he was not reliable and the Heat needed to get someone who could be more consistent. Don't get me wrong here, that was not me throwing shit at Hero either because it is literally his second year in the league. So there should be absolutely no expectations of him being the guy the Heat need like I mentioned. But that does not take away from the fact that the Heat still need to get their guy and the Heat might have just gotten him. If you've been living under a rock for the past few days, the Miami Heat recently made a move for veteran guard Kyle Lowry, and this might just be what the Heat need. Over the years, Lowry has shown that he's about as consistent as it gets and could step up in the biggest moments on the brightest stage. More importantly, Lowry has also shown that he can score on all three levels of the floor with his crafty playstyle that has led to so many big buckets. Goran Dragic was solid for this team, but there were times that he struggled shooting the ball, and he isn't exactly the type of player to put the team on his back when needed or get tough buckets down the stretch. In my eyes though, Lowry, however, is this guy, and I believe that this will be looked back at as one of the better moves this offseason. Lowry has the skills to take this sometimes stagnant Miami Heat offense and make it so they can still score even when the stars of this team are having a cold shooting night. With his ability to playmake, this Heat team should get a lot more easy buckets. And due to the fact that Kyle Lowry is also a 40% three-point shooter, the offense will flow a lot better with him in the starting lineup. 
Guys like Hero and Tragic were enough for the Heat to win against some of the other solid teams, but with Lowry, the ceiling of the starting lineup increases tremendously because this team finally has a playmaker that can initiate the offense and get their three-point shooters much better looks. Speaking of shooting, this was also one of the biggest issues on the Heat roster last year because despite having one of the better three-point shooters in the league with Duncan Robinson, the Heat still struggled from shooting beyond the arc. During their championship run, this was not an issue for the Heat because their rookies caught fire and they had guys like Jay Crowder who were also shooting the lights out. But this season things finally impact reality, and the Heat finally realized that they need to fix this issue if they want to stand a chance against some of the best teams in the league. Man, the stats don't lie. Last season, the Heat as a whole shot 35.8% from 3, which to say the least is not good, being that they ranked 19th in the league with this shooting percentage. And get this, the Heat's two stars Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo both shot under 25% from 3, which is brutal to say the least. Now I know that this isn't on Jimmy and Bam, because the Heat should form a roster around these guys that are elite 3&D players. And the Heat definitely made one step closer to that goal with their recent signing PJ Tucker. If you guys watch any of my Heat videos throughout the year, I brought up PJ Tucker as a perfect option for this Heat team, being that he was on the trade block for the Rockets. But instead, he went to the Bucks and proceeded to play a solid role in them winning a championship. And to say he is the perfect fit for this roster is an understatement. PJ Tucker is one of those guys who is the definition of a 3D player. In the playoffs this year, he showed that he can be an elite scorer and defender, being that aside from Drew Holiday, PJ Tucker was guarding the best player on the opposing teams including guys like Kevin Durant, who are literally as good as it gets on the offensive end of the ball. When Jay Crowder left the Heat last year, there was a very distinct hole in the roster, and even though they tried to fix it by getting guys like Trevor Ariza, it was very apparent that they needed someone who could play the Jay Crowder type role, and that someone for them now could very well be PJ Tucker. Last season in his 20 games with the Bucks, Tucker shot 39.4% from three, which is pretty much as good as it gets. Not to mention, the elite defense that he brings that alongside Jimmy Butler makes this Heat team a nightmare for opposing offenses in the league. PJ Tucker isn't where the shooting for this team ends though, because the Heat were also able to bring back Duncan Robinson and lock him in with a 5 year $90 million deal, making him the highest paid undrafted player of all time. I think this was a good move for the Heat, because even though Duncan is one of the worst defenders in the league and is honestly a liability for them on that side of the ball, he also brings the elite shooting that this team needs around Jimmy Butler. And being that there weren't any other notable shooters in free agency, this was a no brainer for the Heat. But even though this team upped their shooting and defense, there are still moves to be made, because I believe that people are undermining the fact that this team lost guys like Precious Achua, Dragic, and Iguodala, and more than likely Kendrick Nunn as well. With teams like the Nets and Lakers adding more and more depth as the days go on, the Heat will need to do this as well if they want to stand a chance against some of the better teams in the league. Losing Nunn and Dragic hurts, because now the Heat will need to make some bench additions despite just being one of the deepest teams in the league in their championship run a year ago. The strategy here for the Heat is very simple. They need to target all the 3 and D veteran type players that they can, as well as some solid guards to come off the bench as well. The Heat will need some offensive firepower coming off the bench, being that they will be going against teams like the Nets and Lakers, who now have quality starting players like Patty Mills and Malik Monk coming off the bench. So the Heat will have to be able to lock these guys up and outscore them. Although many of the free agents have been taken so far, there are still a few hidden gems out there that would improve this team a ton. Some of the ideal targets I believe would be great for this team consist of Reggie Jackson, Jeff Green, JJ Redick, Tony Snell, and Jeff Green. Yeah, I think Jeff Green would be good on this team. All of these players have the ability to produce results on both sides of the ball, and the first three guys I mentioned are elite three-point shooters that could help the Heat off the bench in a big way. Now I know, these aren't the most glamorous names by any means, but at this point, most teams are taking whatever they can get because they're running out of options. And in my eyes, the Heat need to start filling out their bench before they completely run out of players to target. Regardless of whether or not the Heat make any of the moves I mentioned, there is one X factor for this team, and it could definitely determine whether or not they make a deep playoff run or yet another early exit similar to last year. That X factor being Tyler Hero. 
In their championship run, we saw Hero go off and look like he could be one of the better guards in the league in a short period of time. But since then, well, he has been a disappointment to say the least. And if the Heat want to win at the highest level, he will have to turn it around. Now, you might be thinking, why does everything come down to Hero when the Heat just got Lowry and he isn't even a top 3 best player on the team? Well, even though Hero isn't one of the best 3 players on the team right now, they will in fact need someone else to play like a star when it matters most. Because with teams like the Nets and Lakers building some of the best rosters we've seen in years, it almost makes it seem as though the Heat don't have enough to compete with these guys despite their moves. If Tyler Hero is able to focus more on basketball and really take a leap this year, the Heat have a much better chance at winning it all because then they would have 4 star or borderline stars playing for their team. And I know, I've said it a hundred times, but star power is what leads to wins in the modern day NBA. And if the Heat want to compete with the best of the best, they will need players like Hero to take a leap and be what they need. To say the least, the Heat have had a very solid offseason so far, and it will be very interesting to see what they end up doing to fill out their bench. And all I have to say is the league should watch out, because if this team stays healthy, there is a very good chance that they surprise everyone and play beyond their expectations. I've been thinking about making a Heat video on Tyler Hero and why his celebrity life is getting in the way of his play on the court, so if you want to see that, let me know down below. But other than that, thank you all so much for watching, I'll catch you on the next one, Woods out.